Hey, dear Tyler. Good morning, and how are you doing? I hope you're good. I hope you're fine. I hope your week has been going well. This is Thursday. We're about rounding up, probably like the second or third week of January already. And God has been immensely faithful. It's been awesome so far. And I really hope that you're good. More importantly for me, I hope you've been enjoying the Dear Tyler episodes. Um, I hope that they've been impactful and they've helped you in starting up your year. Right? I think I was going through the analytics of the year so far. And probably I think the most listened episode is um, Let's Make a Plan. Like close to like 70 listens so far. So uh, it means that episode really did well for for a lot of us. And I really hope that the subsequent episodes too would be impactful. So today is one of those days where I'm just seated and, you know, naturally I would want to continue in the line of, um, you know, making plans, taking decisions and everything. But somehow my spirit is, is, um, is going in the line of something else. And I won't try to force an episode to work. Right, so today's episode is titled Forget Me Not. And I can't remember I I can't remember if it was while while in Holland or secondary school where I think it was while in Holland I I I, I had these, you know, schoolmates and everything. Um, they knew a lot about flowers and usually when I think when soldiers go to war or something or people are living for a long time they give them those flowers and they call them forget-me-nots and they're just like symbols of wherever you are remember me wherever you are remember me whatever happens to you remember me wherever you go how far you go in life remember me and um, I was talking with one of my friends recently. Uh, well, you know, we're just talking about how life has been, and you know how people have impacted our lives, and the importance of remembering those people. And I think it has been heavy in my heart for the past few days, and therefore I decided, okay, let's just make it an episode so that I could get a lot of these things out of my chest. (laughs) Well, I think this would just be an admonishment that we shouldn't forget the people who made things work for us. There was a story in the Bible about David. David had a friend who was the son of the king, right, Jonathan. And they became friends, you know. And Jonathan was fully aware of the fact that um, God was going to make David king. Think about it. Naturally, the son of a king should be preparing to take the throne 
the throne should be the inheritance of the son. And then information comes to Jonathan that the lineage of royalty will end with his father. That neither him nor his brothers would ever get the opportunity to become kings. And it's a shepherd boy. A boy from the dunghill, you know, on the backside of a mountain that is going to take over that throne. And Jonathan has absolutely no problem with it and befriends David, even up to the point of making a covenant with him. It's, it's, it's a big thing. Just think about it. The very person that is going to cut short your royalty lineage, that's the one person you decide to make a covenant of friendship for. That even when they wanted to kill David, he was the one that went to look for David. And, you know, warn him and, you know, help him out. Knowing fully well that they may not see. That didn't stop him from being loyal to his father, you know. When they went to fight the Philistines, if I'm not mistaken, that they were killed, both, you know, Saul and his three sons were killed in battle. When David became king, he said, Isn't there anybody left in the house of Saul? That he can do something honorable and favorable for. And Jonathan had a son, Mephibosheth, who had, um, while they were young, I think, maybe they were running um, from a siege or something, that the, that the maid, the nurse taking care of Mephibosheth dropped him. And when he dropped him, you know, broke his legs and he became crippled. And David sent to Mephibosheth. And you know, the, I think the way of the kings back then was that if anybody ever ascended to the throne at any point in time, they tried to clear every form of competition. They tried to clear every form of competition from their, um, from their, you know, from their immediate vicinity. And so Mephibosheth was thinking that, hey, this guy wants to kill me. And David was like, no, that you would sit at my table. You are your household forever. It's very easy, you know. A lot of times maybe, you know, we've lost people, we've lost friends, and we tend to forget certain things that they've done for us. You know, we mourn them for the first few days, weeks, months, depending on how close they are to us. And sometimes they just move on quickly. And um, the, the, the thing is that we could tend to forget. It's just in the human nature to forget most times. David chose not to. When God lifted him, 
He remembered the first set of people that helped him and he went straight back to them and said, what kind of favor can I do for these people? I sat down and I was thinking about a lot of people that have helped me in my journey. The first person that ever gave me my ministration, administration, external ministration, is a man um, we commonly call him in ENI Circle, Bishop Manasseh. Bishop Manasseh heard me teaching a choir in Zaria, some of my songs, and he invited me over to Abuja, paid for my transportation down, lodged me for three days, paid for my transportation back. He introduced me to a lot of people. Then, Minister Dunson was the MD of um, Koza. Koza had just been in Abuja, I think, for like two years. And so it was Bishop Manasseh that introduced me to Dunson back then. Um, but I look at him every time and when I see him, I say, Bishop, you're the person that opened me up to external ministrations. I will never forget you. No matter how far I go, I will never forget you. I think of the person that ever gave me a first I mean, ever gave me a seed. The first person that gave me a seed in my life. Um, also in here, and I think it's Pastor Jake. It was my birthday. I just joined ENI, 2007. And um, while they were celebrating my birthday, they squeezed 100 naira into my hand. Now back then, 100 naira could buy you food. Like you could get like at least a decent plate of rice. If you get to LOP land of plenty, around Iksaramat, rice and beans, and um, their food wasn't so nice, but the daughter of the owner was very fine. So I used to go to land of plenty to just go and steal glasses at her, and she was very, very cautious, very, very, very cautious lady. Um, well, Pastor Chicks was the one that gave me my first seed. I didn't know why somebody would give me money. You get, and it was just amazing. And wherever I go, um, in my life story, I always tell people about Pastor Jakes. I could talk about a lot of other people. I could talk about Apostle. You get the stories of me and Apostle are just countless. How for one year I was on his his menu list my my dinner my breakfast and dinner was on him you understand he literally catered for my well-being for a year you think about people like you know Pastor Ejimi that have helped me you know consistently reaching out trying to make sure that I'm you know helped Pastor Ejimi is a business person but I can't tell you the amount of free consultations that I've had and how he is their people. I think about people like St. Aaron and Victor. A period of time in Zaria where I didn't have a room. They opened up their room and for that year I didn't pay anything. And we were roommates for a year. Like literally I was kicked out of my room. And they, I slept in the chapel for three days. Slept in the chapel for three days and they said, Binga, come. How can I forget these guys? 
And you know, one of the dangers of life is that maybe because of distance, maybe it's not that you're a wicked person. So I don't even want you to have the picture of like, I may be a terrible person. That's why all of this is happening. No, you don't necessarily have to be wicked. No, it could just be the fact that distance, you know, came. And because as we grow, we go to different places and we meet different people. You may become a doctor, another person may become an engineer. Your circle will definitely change. And so your your level of closeness, right? That intimacy level might actually dwindle. Not because people hate each other, no. But just distance and maybe change of priorities. But if you if you find it easy to replace people, then I think it's something you should be concerned about. My habit of giving came because of Pastor Jake's ability to give. My openness for people to come into my space is because of people like Victor and St. Aaron that were open enough to bring me into their space. Think about people like Big Chief and Small Sis. That's what we used to call that. Uh, Big Chief and Small Sis. These are people that help. It, it's I. They're, they're the reason why I have certain characteristics or my personality is the way that it is. They left such an indelible mark in my life that I can't do otherwise. And one of the things is that I make a habit of telling these stories. Number one, to remind myself that I was helped by people. Number two, to make sure that I never forget and that I'm held accountable. That the day I rise, for whatever reason, that I would mention these people's names boldly. Boldly. I think about people like um, Josh Bonke that invited me consistently for close to five years to Makodi. He's the reason why I met some people in Makodi. He's the reason why I know Apostle Aramis' family. And he invited me consistently, without fear, took care of my transportation, took care of my feeding. You know, there's this beautiful family in Makodi um, it's the wife's name I remember. Her name is Kosi. Such an elegant person. And, you know, whenever I'm in Makodi, because of that meeting, the way they prepare meals for me, they prepare meals like poundi, three big poundi jam. And I'm like, I love poundi jam. Usually whenever I take poundi jam, I shut down. But, um, I think it's the Evans, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. There's no way I'll forget them. Absolutely no way I will forget them. Ah! I'll think about the Smiths while I was in Zaria, how they opened up Kano for me and the sacrifice that they made for me just to be around, you know, just creating different platforms. Nah. 
there are too many people. Some of my uncles that have gone out of their way to, you know, I think one of the things for me is that I feel terrible that I'm not in the position to tell them thank you the way that I want to. But the Lord in heaven knows that when my lifting comes, it will be obvious that these people helped me. But when I think about people in dear Thailand, people that have gone out of their way to help me and do a lot of things. Remember, there was this episode I did on dear Thailand that I was appreciating a lot of people. I will do it, forget. It's... One of the things is that, you know, there's this portion of scripture where the king in Persia during Esther's time was unsettled he couldn't sleep and he said I let the books you know of the chronicles be read to him and while he was reading he now found out that somebody did him a favor that he never repaid and he was like what was done for this person who is this person Mordecai and he had to do something you know a lot of times we make this prayer Lord open the book of remembrance for my case open the book of remembrance for my case and in as much as I pray that prayer I also pray the prayer that Lord Open the book of remembrance for the people that have done things for me. Let it ever be open before me so that the day that you bless me, that I would look for these people and I will bless them. Oh, or think of people like Mommy Cordelia. Ah! When I was going through a lot of crisis back then in Zaria, I had some issues, so I didn't have... Um, any form of financial support at that time. I went to minister at AIP, Excellent Youth Intervention Program. And Mommy Kodila was so blessed by my administration. Back then, honorarium was like 2K. And trust me, how much was transportation from a mantle to transportation from a mantle to main gate was 20 naira. So all we needed was like 100 bucks at least. 20 naira to go back and 18 I could have gotten one or two things she gave me 2k and then okay the honorarium was 2k then she now gave me another 2k so I had 4k it was a major blessing she now invited me for the next meeting they gave me 2k and she gave me another 2k I was like oh god you have opened my doors for me <laughs> then she now called me into her office she, she worked in the school library she called me into her office and she was like, she asked me a few questions, I told her. And she said something, she said that the Lord instructed her that she should give me 5k until I leave Zaria every month. I couldn't believe it. 5k every month. I sat down in an office like this and I was in tears because that was the season that um, I had some serious financial challenges. So every month when she just receives her salary the next thing I just see her call and I come to my office and I enter into the library she sits down she counts the money and she gives me before um, before she gives her kids there are days I would touch because I used to feel bad days I would touch I would feel bad and terrible and then she'll be like, you know, where are you? Come, come, and then I'll come and collect it. When I left Zaria, 
how she kept on calling she keeps on sending messages if i post stuff on facebook about anything that i'm doing mommy cordelia is sharing it god bless you and see mommy cordelia will not be blessed or think about professor and mrs agbo how i went to bauchi and how they took me in from my 200 level to the end my lunch and dinner was in their house during strike i stayed with them if i enter bauchi to their house i'm in how when I graduated, the mom, uh, mommy, Agbo created, did a table. Man, ah no. How when I had an accident in Bauchi, her sons came over, David and Ben. You know, being with you know their cousin Shalom, Auntie Blessing, Auntie V. Antivero, come on, Imelda, the people, how, nah, see they are mentioning their names, because all of these things are vivid in my mind. Or think of Mommy Sosonya and Daddy Sosonya, how they helped push my music, gave me opportunities to grow, they were there to correct me, to, you know, Siba. Dear Tyler, don't forget people don't forget people God is going to bless us God is going to lift us Tyler do not forget people they may not be they may not hold any significance to your present position in the sense that they may not contribute so much but the reason why you're in some positions that you are in is because of them Imagine if them Victor and St. Aaron didn't help me. I might have fallen into wrong hands. I might have fallen into the hands of people that wanted to take advantage of me. And this, my whole Christ walk, would have not been known. Imagine if Pastor Jakes never ever gave me that seed that day. It's 100 naira. Right now, in this current time, it's pointless. It's 100 naira, it may be small, it may be little, right? But his act of giving is the reason why I can give. I could have been probably one of the most stingy people. Whatever you do, Tyler, do not forget the people that stood by you, that believed in you, that loved you, that carried your matter on their head. When there was no reason to. Dear Tyler, do not forget. Whatever you can do or whatever you can get that can help you remember people, do it. If it means talking about them consistently, do it. Do it. There are stories I repeat. I will say I repeat these stories over and over again. I repeat the stories over and over again. I will not stop saying it. It helps me, Binga, to remember. It's from when I was going through a very terrible period last year. I had this friend of mine, Dr. Fatima, that she gave, she sent donuts, and inside the donuts, she wrote little notes inside. The donuts are finished. I ate all of them, didn't share it. 
but the notes are still in my room. And once in a while, I pick it up and I read. Let it be that Dr. Fatima needs something and I don't answer. God forbid. Dear Tyler, never forget. Never forget. Just like the whole concept of forget me not, that whole flower. Never forget. Never forget. Never forget. As we trust God that people will not forget the things that we do, right? But we're not in control of people's actions. We're only in control of ours. So make that decision that you'll never forget. Be like David that looked for the person, anybody in the house of Saul to bless. Right? It's well, can we just pray together? Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for bringing to our remembrance the need to remember those that have been a blessing to us, those that have helped us, those who have encouraged us, especially in times when we had lost all hope or in times where there was nothing to glory in our lives. We ask, Father, that you will help us, O oh God, to remember these ones. And in due season and in due time, when you lift us up, help us, Father, to remember them and to extend, O oh God, that hand of fruitfulness, that hand of blessing into their lives. Thank you, Father, because we know that you would help us to be able to remember and that you would help us to bless lives every blessed day. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. And so, yeah, dear Tyler, I hope this episode blessed you. I hope it um, encouraged you. And I hope it brought to your remembrance a lot of things, right? So this is me signing out. Remember that I love you. I believe in you. And I'm always rooting for you. Do well to share this podcast with other people. Right? Do have a lovely day and a lovely weekend. Bye.